Welcome to the Encourage Podcast. We are all different ages and different life stages, and we come from different cultures and churches, but our common thread is the hope of Jesus. Here's some of that hope to get you through today. Today's devotion is written by me, Anna E. Rendell, and is titled, The Thing You Need to Know About Weight Loss. Spoiler, before you get the wrong idea, you don't need to lose weight, and God doesn't love you anymore either way. A few years ago, I slowly lost 60 pounds. I didn't do anything drastic, just made small, simple, better choices and took daily walks. I tracked my food in a free app on my phone. I worked to close the rings on my Apple Watch and to hit 10,000 steps a day. I wish I could say that the catalyst for the changes I was making came from some awakening in my heart. But friends, they came from a mortified response to being shamed. I had a doctor's appointment for something entirely unrelated to weight or even my general health. It was a very specific issue that turned out to be nothing at all. However, the doctor felt it necessary to comment on my weight and said briskly that I should consider losing some of it. My face burned for days, thinking of hers as she looked at me, a stranger, and commented on my body. She'd offered her suggestion after my diagnosis was complete and I was nearly ready to walk out the door. When I did walk out the door, it was with a blazing face, a pit in my stomach, and a resolution to do whatever needed to be done for that doctor to eat her words. I know, not the best motivator. It didn't even make sense, as I would never see that doctor again and I could never show her. (laughs) I figured I would know, and that would be enough to give me a smug satisfaction. So I downloaded the apps, started walking, and lost 60 pounds in about a year and a half. I did everything in a slow, consistent, baby step kind of way. Healthy, safe, and not extreme. However, I got more comments on my body over those months than ever before in my life. I invited some of those comments by sharing pictures from my walks and a few before-afters on Instagram, and most of them were from well-meaning people in my life telling me how amazing I looked. But every single time they offered their good-intentioned praise, my stomach churned and my face blazed, just like it did in that doctor's office. I felt that if they were praising my appearance now, I must have looked terrible before. I'm sure that wasn't what drove their comments, but that is how it felt. The same feeling of shame that flooded my heart in the doctor's office returned, and I wanted to hide. When Adam and Eve became aware of their bodies, they became ashamed too. I understand that impulse. I get their reaction. I get their urge to hide, to cover up, to avoid being seen. I get the shame they had and the awareness of their bodies because I've felt it at my smallest size when all eyes were on me, and I've felt it at my largest when I don't quite fit in an airplane seat. If invited in, shame is all too happy to entirely occupy every inch of space that is given. Shame, for me, is as well-worn as a broken-in old pair of jeans. It's easy to slip into and believe and there's a kind of familiarity to it that comes right alongside the hurt it brings. There's something about shame that can even feel comfortable. But we are not built to house shame. 
We are God's workmanship, designed for the freedom that Christ's love can bring. Freedom from shame and guilt. Freedom from feeling too much and not enough. Freedom from counting calories and crackers. Freedom from embarrassment and pits in our stomachs. I don't want my children to see their mom living ashamed. I want them to see her living free. There's not enough room in this article for all the words I want to say about this, so please know that I acknowledge much is left unsaid. There's not enough room to dissect what it means to be healthy, strong, or fit. To talk about how the health industry touts its ideal body type, offers products as the only or optimal solution, and perpetuates shame. To discuss eating disorders, or the studies that prove most weight lost is eventually gained back. Hi, it's me. (laughs) I gained it all back after having a surprise fourth baby at the height of the pandemic. There just isn't room for such a massive and nuanced conversation. But what there is room for is to remind you that you were hand-created by a good, loving God who adores you. Full stop. God doesn't love you more if you're thin. God doesn't love you less if you're in a bigger body. Your pants size does not matter to God. And it doesn't matter if that size goes up or down or stays the same. God just loves you, wholly, as you are, the end. God loved you before you were created. God loves you deeply and knows you fully. God made you beautiful. God made you in His image. God rejoices over you, sings over you, saves you. Jesus came to give whole, full living for us in His love. There's nothing you can do to earn God's love. Shame does not disqualify you from being loved. The size of your clothes doesn't impact God's love for you. Shake off the shame, friend. Fight it and dwell in God's overwhelming love. Listen, there are for sure days where that's much easier said than done. But even on those days... God's deep love for us can carry us through the shame, the sadness, the not-enoughness that we feel. Don't look to the tag on your clothes to tell you what you're worth. Your size, your weight, is not your worth. Our worth, our value, comes from God, and He says we are good. To read more from our writers, visit encourage.me. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode and find us everywhere on social at Encourage. What if you could actually see God clearer and know Him deeper in the middle of your struggles? In our new book, 100 Days of Strength in Any Struggle, you'll discover where strength really comes from. Jesus who holds everything together. Learn to find Him right in the middle of it, ready to strengthen you and give you rest. Order your copy today at encourage.me slash podcast. The Encourage podcast is brought to you by Dayspring. For over 50 years, Dayspring has created quality cards, books, and gifts that help you live your faith. 
Find out more at dayspring.com. 